In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with your 293rd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We, got, we were going to title this one, Falcon Steamroad by Panthers. But we got a better title from our headline writers at the AJC. Uh, in the print story today, and it says, Falcons shoved around. That's what happened in the 19-13 loss to the Carolina Panthers. They pushed the Falcons around on offense and got after the quarterback just enough on defense with three sacks and nine quarterback hits to throw that offense off track and come out with the hard fault 19 to 13 victory the falcons play hard they put some hits on them panthers uh uh you know sam darnold got lit up at the end robbie anderson got lit up by eric harris good clean football by the falcons just not enough offense to overcome the carolina panthers four field goals and 203 yards rushing the sub headline says Panthers rely on relentless rushing, field goals, solid defense to keep Falcons below 500. I was all ready to go back there and say, hey, the Falcons are over 500 for the first time since. It's been the 11, 2017 season. They went 11-6 and lost in the playoffs to the Eagles, who went on to win the Super Bowl. But it's been bad. It's been bad bad since then uh 2018 2019 2020 they never got over 500 mark had a chance to do so on sunday and didn't get the job done so hey we're gonna look at the the three and four record the game notes we're gonna hear from kyle pitts in there uh player notes and Ke- uh, calvin ridley statement and um on the phone here, we're going to hear from Tajay Sharp, who replaced him in the lineup. Go to the team stats, player stats, and the big hits. We'll do that all together. And then we're going to look at the NFC South because um, we had a big happening there. And then the Falcons go to New Orleans next week. Okay, so um, that's what we're going to do here today on the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Yep, Falcons. Three and four now. They have won three of their last four games. Um, had a shot here. They were up 10-9 to nine at the half. But um, last week, we, we told you Carolina was a 5-3 it was a five to three game in New York. And then they tried to let Sam Darnold win it, and he couldn't. And they ended up losing to the Giants 25-3. to three. Same thing here. It was 10-9 game. They're in the game. They stuck with the running game. They stayed with it. And uh, Chubba Hubbard, who fumbled on the first play of the game, 
Uh, ended up helping to power them. They came with Amir Abdullah. They played Royce Freeman. Uh, Sam Darnold got loose on uh, scrambles for 66 yards. So, uh, you know, it was it was just a throwback game. and wasn't nothing pretty about it. They, they challenged the Falcons. And uh, ran the ball for 203 yards right down their throats. And that's a bad sign because once you do that, um, you know, you're going to see running. You're going to see it. Everybody's like, hey, we're going we, we to run this ball down their throat till they stop it. They ain't going gonna to try to pass. So um, that's a bad thing. Once, once somebody does that, uh, the Panthers like, hey, we're going to push them around. So the Saints, what, what are they going to do? They're going to try to do it. We've got some stats on that later. But three and four, 500. Uh, hadn't been over 500 since the – 2017 season so it was kind of a breakthrough game and you know man that's tough for coach arthur smith coach rule gets back two pro bowlers basically shaq thompson and stefan gilmore who came to play they came to play they both had interceptions stefan gilmore shut down kyle pitts uh they came to play and you, you get a call Sunday morning, and your top receiver's not going to be with you. And uh, we're going to, um, you know, discuss Calvin's situation here. Uh, uh, he's got a – he says he's going to be out to focus on his mental well-being. So you lose one of your pro bowlers, and they pick up two. And he noted, Coach Coach uh, Smith noted that, hey, that's a little different defense with Shaq Thompson in there. And uh, Stephon Gilmore, you know, the top defensive player of the year in 2019, top cornerback, uh, covering him um, since he went to South Carolina. You know, for, they got him in a trade with the Patriots. So, you know, that's why I like going to those pro days because um, I remember him over there uh, at his pro day, Jonathan Johnson, all these old, you know, old South Carolina, Mike Davis, his pro day. Uh, so, um Hayden Hurst, uh, yeah, I don't remember that. But, yeah, I know I never remember him and uh, Jonathan and uh, definitely Mike Davis. So, yeah, we like to hit the pro days there in the offseason. So, three and four. We'll look ahead to the Saints later. Uh, it was big because I thought they could go. You know, Coach Smith's got them playing. Coach Rule, uh, was back, his back was against the wall. They lost four in a row. They pulled his quarterback, and uh, he's like, hey, we're going to run the ball. He came up with a formula. Uh, we're going to shut down Kyle Pitts. They got Stephen Gilmore ready. And uh, Pitts said, you know, hey, he did some stuff I hadn't seen yet. So he's got to go back to the lab, the rookie said. And uh, he's going to do that. So let's, um, let's hear from Kyle, and then we'll get into some game notes here. And uh, we'll go go to Ridley's statement, too. But let's uh, hear from the tight end. He only had two catches for 19 yards. Um, you know, after having two games with uh, over 100 yards, 163 and 119 in his last two outings. So they got to go back to the drawing board because the, um, the Panthers had their number. They they had it. They, had, they were running the routes better than Kyle Pitts. So here we go. Let's hear from Kyle Falcons tight end. Um, it stayed the same, just, you know, other people stepped up, stepped in the first shoes. How, how much of that? 
ended up being on you? How much of that having to step in ended up being on your shoulders? Uh, not much, just the same, same role. So you had the same role? Okay. Yeah, Kyle, um, you are, uh, you know, offense looked a little, you know, you had, had it going early and then it kind of went away. What, what was going on on that side of the ball today? Um, I just think we need to fix up our small details and come back better next week. How tough was uh, was this game here? To y'all had the lead, they they took it in the third quarter, uh, and you know you couldn't seem to get over the hump. There was that what was so difficult for you all today. Uh, I just think we just need to come out and play cleaner. It was obviously not the, the outcome we wanted, but we'll come back better next week. And uh, what was it like uh, with Stephon Gilmore covering you today? He's a great player. Um, kind of gave me a welcome to the NFL, so I know how to come back and. Be better next time. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle um, said Stefan gave him a welcome <laughs> to the NFL game. And uh, Chris Ream from the uh, Falcons website jumped in and said, hey, you know, what do you mean? What do you mean? And good follow-up question there by Chris from uh, AtlantaFalcons.com. Uh, and uh, he's like, uh, he did some things he hadn't seen before. He's got to go back to the lab and try to fix them. So, here we go. Let's move on to the game notes. Uh, you know, nothing uh, really spectacular here. They fell 19-13 at Mercedes-Benz. The defense limited Carolina to 1-3 in the red zone, but they got them four field goals. The Falcons defense forced a turnover on the first play. Dion saw the sweep, got in there, busted it up. Ade Agondajay. Uh, fell on the ball for the fumble. Falcons couldn't convert it into a touchdown, but they got a field goal. They spotted them three points. You like that. Uh, safety, Deron Harmon served as the Falcons' sixth captain. So, I mean, before we go deep diving into the stats and stuff, we got to, uh, you know, we want to discuss Calvin Ridley's situation. Um, you know, we found out at the uh, inactive uh, marker that he was not going to play. Uh, you know, he didn't play October 10th in London. And, uh, you know, we respected his uh, wish that it was a, you know, personal matter. You know, we knew about the mental health situation. But, you know, it was personal. So we, we honored his declaration there. And even when we talked to him, he, he didn't want to talk about it. Uh, but he issued a statement in the fourth quarter, kind of right after the Panthers scored. Uh, and his statement, you know, revealed that he'd been dealing with some mental uh, well-being, is what he said. We'll stay there. But the other players started talking about his mental health. So uh, it's uh, late in the game. We got here. It is. These past few weeks have been very challenging. And as much as I'd like to be on the field competing with my teammates, I need to step away from football at this time and focus on my mental well-being. This will help me be the best version of myself now and in the future. So, um, the he has the support of the team and uh, of the the. He thanked the team for their support, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he's 
Uh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate on what kind of help he's getting and so forth. So we're just going to leave it at his statement till we hear more. Uh, maybe he discusses it when he comes back. Maybe we can help some people uh, along those lines. But that was his statement. And uh, we're just going to leave it there. He wasn't available to play. We don't know if he's going to be down for a while or not. Uh, but let's just um, send some prayers to to his way. And, um, you know, football's a game. It's, you know, he's got a life. So, yeah, that's a tough one. Let's just keep it moving here. Uh, we got Tajay Sharp who uh, discussed. Uh, you know, he had to start. I mean, Tajay's a five-year veteran. It was his, uh, I think, 20, 57 games, 30 starts before. So, it wasn't no, you know, he wasn't, you know, if he's learned about something at the last minute and you got a veteran you can put out there, he knows the routes. Hey, he went for it. He got five catches uh, in the game, and we'll go over those stats uh, later. But so that was the game notes. We're on to... The player notes, um, let's go ahead and hear from Tajay. And, you know, the player notes, you know, they could wait a little bit. Here's Tajay Sharp, Falcons wide receiver. And things like that. But, you know, like I said, we're going to continue to pray for him, um, you know, and just hope for the best and just, you know, kind of do the best we can until, you know, he, get best, he gets back with us. What, what, what concern is there offensively about the production you're able to have? With, if Calvin's not back, why? Uh, well, we're just going to continue to work, you know, week in and week out, day in and day out. Um, just put our best foot forward with, you know, the guys that we have on the field available. And, um, you know, we all have trust in each other. You know, everybody in the locker room trusts the guys that we have on this team to go out there and make plays when the number is called. Why, why did you think you did enough today? Uh, well, I think we, we just have to find a way to, you know, keep the ball in our hands a little bit more. Um, they control the time of possession. Uh, we can't turn the ball over, and uh, we just got to find ways to, you know, to stay on the field. Um, you know, keep our defense off the field, you know, for so much, you know, that, that kind of wears them down and things like that. So we just got to find ways to not turn the ball over and just execute. Thank you. What gives you the most confidence that things are going to look different on offense next week? Um, like I was just saying, just the trust that we have in each other um, in the locker room, the work that we put in each day. Um, so, like I said, you know, no matter who's on the field, we have trust that, you know, the guy next to us is going to go make a play whenever his number's called. Uh, it just comes down to execution. Um, you know, all of them guys just being on the same page. Um, you know, like I, I said before, not turning the ball over. Um, you know, executing on third down to extend drives, um, just things of that nature. So, um, as long as we do those things, then, you know, we have full confidence that we can go out there and compete with, you know, whoever's out there uh, matched up against us. All right, that was Tajay Sharp um, discussing, you know, how they're going to try to replace Calvin's pr production, um, prayers for him and his mental health. Questions were from Mike Rothstein, ESPN, Justin Felder of Fox, and my man Jarvis Davis from 92.9 The Game. All right, let's get on to these stats. It wasn't pretty. Woo, it was, it was, it, it, you know, Coach Rule is, met him at the Senior Bowl. He was hanging with the media. He's a man of the people. Uh, we got him on the conference call this week. I missed him. Um, 
I was told it was 10 o'clock, then they moved it to 9.30, and I didn't read it in the email. <laughs> so I'm on, on the phone at 10 o'clock waiting for Coach Rue. So I'm mad, I'm mad I missed that. But um, he um, he had his boys ready to play. He had his team ready to play. And let's just get to the player stats and team stats in the NFC South, last three uh, items. Ryan, it wasn't one of his best games. I was looking up, you know, he had 91 yards in the fourth quarter before garbage time. You know, when the game was contested at 630, he only had 91 yards passing. That would have been his low since uh, the game he got hurt in 2009 against Tampa Bay when he only had 15 yards passing. He had another game that was um, one, um, one, uh, 136, but I couldn't um, – you know, that that happened. So, um, let's get through these stats because I didn't bring my cord down here and I just got the low battery sign. Okay, Matt Ryan, 20 or 27, 74%, but only 146 yards, one touchdown, uh, two interceptions, and 67.8 rating. Uh, Cordell Patterson, 72 yards from scrimmage, 37 receiving, 35 rushing. Had a receiving touchdown. He has five uh, receiving touchdowns and uh, two rushing touchdowns. He's the fourth Falcons running back to have seven total touchdowns through the first seven games of a season. And okay, obscure fact: franchise history. Tajay had five for Tajay Sharp. Five catches for fifty-eight yards. Foyer Aluakan, sixteen tackles, one quarterback hit. Most by Falcons since Devondre Campbell in week four of 2019. Okay, uh, Deion Jones had 14 tackles because they ran the ball 43 times, so it's a lot of tackles. Tyler Davidson, he's going to speak to the media today. He had seven total tackles and one tackle for loss. Grady had four. Grady Jarrett, four tackles, one for loss and one quarterback hit. Marlon Davidson matched his career high with four total tackles, three solo. Auday had his uh, fumble recovery, also had it down a ball. Uh, safety Eric Harris had one tackle, one quarterback hit, and return. Oh, no, that's I messed up uh, Eric and Avery's line. Eric Harris finished with seven tackles and two passes, breakups, and a big hit on Robbie Anderson. Uh, Avery Williams had one tackle, one hit, returned two punts for 21 yards, and then Dustin Cole quit punt it four times, 47.5 with a long of 55, and had some good hang times there that were forcing the Carolina players to fair catch. All right, so those are your player stats. Let's move over here to the we're going to team stats and player. Those were player notes and game notes. We're going to team stats and player stats. Team stats, woo, third down was the key. Falcons were 3 of 10. Panthers were 10 of 17. So that's not getting it done. Uh, first downs, 21 to 17. They moved it, but it was choppy. It never, you never felt, you know, like they were, you know, couldn't get that big play to push him over the top. And Coach talked about the drop on third and two um, and then the missed 45-yard field goal by Coop. They get that. They retake the lead. Maybe they, you know, 
uh, enforce their uh, will on the Panthers down the stretch. But, you know, that didn't happen. They missed it. And the Panthers went right down and 15 played them and ran the ball down and throw for 65 yards uh, and took the lead with 6.30 to go. So, to made it a two-score game with 6.30 to go. Falcons do get a late field goal. Don't get the onside kick. You know, you playing Madden ball at that point. Uh, it didn't work out. So you're going to get the onside kick through a Hail Mary, you know. Didn't work. So, total yards, 213. Yeah, that, I mean, they didn't, once Ryan's hand got hurt, they didn't move the ball. There was no continuity to their offense. There was no flow. It was totally disrupted. Two interceptions. Uh, a field goal attempt is all you got after that. So, 213 to 332, 50 plays to 72. Time of possession was a big one, too. Uh, here we go, 35 and 23 to 24 and 37. 24 minutes, 37 seconds for the Falcons. 35 minutes and 23 seconds for the Panthers. So, uh, average gain, 4-3 for the Falcons, 4.6 for the Panthers. 203 yards to 82. The net pass, and they weren't going to let Sam Darnold uh, blow the game. It was He only threw for 129. But they handed that ball off, and uh, and them boys ran it. Chubba Hubbard, Royce Freeman, Amir Abdullah, uh, they all ran the ball, and Darnold got 66 yards itself. So let's move on to the player stats. And then we can, uh, the computer can power down if it wants to, because my other note is on my paper. <clears throat> so Matt Ryan, again, 20 of 27, 146, a TD, two interceptions, and a 67.8 rating. I'll go back and, and um, see, uh, that was his lowest game since. So it's, you know, 67.5 is, you know, pretty bad. But you lose your top receiver hours before kickoff. I'm not making excuses. We're just restating the facts. Russian, Mike Davis, 9 for 44. He had a nice run. He overran Shaq uh, earlier. They were running a little bit more to the cutback lanes because they, they don't like the point of attack. They're not meshing that run up in there on the outside zones. They're cutting it back. Um, so that means there's nothing there. They're getting beat to the edge by the defense. So, Corderell had a couple nice cutbacks where he, you know, he almost slipped out a couple times for long, long gainers. But 9 for 35. Here again, another game where uh, carries or they were split evenly this one, 9 and 9. But Corderell had been getting more carries in the last two games than Davis. So, um, Tajay Sharp, 5 for 58. Corderell Patterson, 5. Uh, receiving, we're talking receiving now. Correll Patterson, 5 for 37 and a touchdown. Mike Davis, 5 for 22. Kyle Pitts, 2 for 13. Stephon Gilmore, shut him down. Lamade Zacchaeus, 1 for 12. Hayden Hurst, 2 for 4. And our uh, trade deadline's Tuesday. Um, and uh, I don't know if the Falcons can get anything for Hayden Hurst. They gave up a second rounder to get him. Uh, but he, uh, they didn't, they declined his fifth year option. Maybe they got something worked out. I got to check with his people. Uh, I don't know if he would welcome a trade. I don't know if he has trade value. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the trading deadline is Tuesday at 4, so we'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, defense, uh, 
Fourier 16, Deion 14, the third game in a row where the linebackers lead. That's good. Tyler Davidson, seven. Eric Harris, seven tackles. Marlon Davidson, four. Grady, four. Jonathan Bullard, four. A.J. Terrell, two. And uh, Ade with the pass defense and a fumble recovery. Koo had seven points, uh, two for three on field goals. Made a 46 wide right on the 45. Made the 53 one of one on PATs. He had missed a kick this year. Uh, Colquitt, 47.5 on his four four punts for 190 yards. Uh, had two inside the 20. And Avery Williams, two returns for 21 yards. And Cordero Patterson, one kickoff return for 25. So those are your player stats from the Falcons. 19 to 10 loss. To the Carolina Panthers. So here we go. Uh, on the next week, the Falcons will travel to New Orleans to play the New Orleans Saints, who defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 36-27 yesterday. But they lost Jameis Winston in the process. Uh, left knee, he went out in the second quarter, finished the game on crutches. Uh, P.J. Williams had the big interception. Uh, Saints took the lead uh, late, 29-27, and then um, P.J. Williams picked off Brady and took it to the house. So that's uh, the defense coming up with a clutch, clutch play against Tom Brady, um, you know, with the game on the line. So Trevor Simeon, who, uh, he was, you know, he could have been one of the guys that came here if he got cut. Uh, he took over for Jameis and led him on five scoring drives. 16 to 29 for 159, two TDs, and uh, three field goals. So, um, Trevor's functional. He played for the Broncos, went to Northwestern. He's an outside zone quarterback. Uh, you know, so, so if they, well, it looks like they got to roll with him. And uh, the rest of the way, and I didn't see Tyson Hill in there at all. But, hey, here was what they did, though. They ran for 152 yards with Kamara getting 61. You know, Ingram's back with the Saints. So, the Falcons are going to see the running. They're going to see run game. They, Carolina's going to put it on tape. And uh, you're just going to have to stay patient. They're going to have to light up the run. Maybe Mikael Walker's going to have to get in there, get out of that 3-4. Uh, get into some 4-3 and, uh, you know, line it up and go hit some people. But, yeah, the uh, Saints, 152 yards rushing, and Tampa Bay was the number one ranked run defense, 67.4. So, if Sean Payton was like, I don't care that you're number one. You're going to have to show me that you're number one. And um, we're going to run the ball. And they ran it for 152. Jameis got hurt. Uh, Trevor Simeon came in, led the Saints to a 36-25 to victory in the NFC South. So you got the Falcons at 3-4. and four. Tampa's still up top. They've lost two now. And uh, the Saints are, and the Panthers, Saints are taking over the second spot, and the Panthers are 4-4 four and four at 500. So uh, uphill climb. They hate to lose them division games. But Matt Ryan said we'll see them again, talking about those Carolina Panthers. So the Atlanta Falcons, 
down to three and four, off to the New Orleans Saints. So with that, we're going to get out of here, and the, the World Series is still going on. We thought the Braves were going to wrap it up last night, but they're going to go to Houston on Tuesday and try to get get it done. And if they need be, they they can go to Wednesday. you got two games to get one. So with that, take care and have a great rest of your week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.